It was like on Wellwood. Uh, Friendly's when I was a kid. It was in Lindenhurst. It was the main restaurant in the town. I didn't know a lot of restaurants. To me, it was fantastic. But as I grew up, uh, I learned that Friendly's didn't necessarily mean amazing. Didn't mean wonderful. It meant it wouldn't kill you. And it meant that it was it was aight. The staff was aight. And that's pretty much been my experience with Autism Friendly. Let's talk about that. Hi, Pod. I am Dad. He's not just hi, Dad. He's my dad. James Gutman. What's up, guys? James Gutman here on Hi Pod. I'm Dad. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, as you heard in the very beginning, talking a little bit about some autism-friendly things here today. I appreciate you checking it out on HiPodOnDad.com. Any of the podcast places, like, subscribe, hit the bell, hit the notifications, uh, hit somebody. It feels, it feels so good. Just do it. Uh, so I appreciate you guys taking the time to listen here today. I appreciate all your support on the blogs as well. Hi, blogomdad.com. Twice a week, Monday, Wednesday, new blogs for years. I'm, I'm kind of obsessed. So writing these out, love doing it. And I mentioned that because this week you may have read a blog that I wrote about autism friendly. And this was a positive one. And I've written in the past about autism-friendly businesses and events that maybe weren't as autism-friendly as you would expect. They thought it was like a magic word, you know? I'm autism-friendly. Let the people come. Not realizing that involves knowing how to handle a customer with autism or clientele that is in the special needs community. Rather, it's just kind of, you know, it's the gimmick. I'm woke. What does that mean? I don't know. All right, great. So that's what that was. But I wrote in the blog about going to the Lincoln Center this week. Lauren, um, my girlfriend, her son, Christian, who is my son's best friend, it was his birthday. And we got tickets. She got tickets. I'm going to give her credit for this. She got tickets to the autism-friendly showcase of the Nutcracker at the Lincoln Center. Classy. So classy, in fact, that my original idea was to put him in one of those t-shirts because we have it, that has a tuxedo on it. And I was going to put like a thing over it. And I was like, it'd be funny. It'd be cute for a picture. But I don't know. I mean, it's a big deal. You're going to the ballet. I'm not going to dress you up like a wiener. So we got them all nice. We went there. We got a car service in, car service out. We went with our friend Michelle. It was, it was great. And it's the exact thing that I've always wanted to do with my son. And one of the things that makes me so lucky to have uh, the situation that I have, to have Lauren in our lives, to have Christian in our lives, to be able to do these events. Because... This is something I don't know if I would have necessarily chosen to do with Lucas, bring him to a ballet. And when we were there, he was like, he was all right. He was on his iPad a little bit. Couldn't really take it away. He'd get upset. The lights were up, which to be honest with you, with Lucas, he's pretty good when the lights go down. Like if this event had had the lights go down, he probably would have chilled out, maybe fell on asleep. Lights were up. He was up. We watched the whole show. This was a major event for us. I hadn't done one of these autism friendly things yet. I'd, I'd gone online and I had seen um, autism-friendly movies. We'd miss them. They were like once a month. Always missed them. Didn't get to do that. We've gone to autism-friendly barbers who were not autism-friendly. Told the story about his last public haircut. We went there. There's autism-friendly hairdresser. And as I am holding him down, fighting him in this stupid plastic 
fire engine chair that he's in. Do you know how hard that is to physically wrestle a fairly giant, like four-year-old in a fake fire engine? And as I'm doing this, and as this woman is is coming over my son's head with a pair of scissors, as he's screaming and flailing, I'm holding, I look up and she is looking across the room at the receptionist who's looking back at her. And I watch her puff both her cheeks out and go, like, what a chore this is. And much like the bell and the subscribe button, I wanted to punch this woman in the face. I didn't. I just didn't come back. So that was the end of our hairdressing situations and autism friendly in that respect. So typically I hear autism friendly. I go, this is not going to be autism friendly. This event this weekend was autism friendly. The moment we sat down, we sat down. And my son already wants every snack that he saw in the bag. And there was a lot of snacks in the bag. Not a lot, a lot of snacks, but enough that they should have lasted more than a few minutes. Either way, I opened up a bag of pirate booty. I put it next to him. And it was so weird because I opened it and I put it there and I watched as his hand went right into the bag. And I'm like, what is happening? Because I saw his hand and it wasn't my hand. And I don't know where the hand was coming from. I joked in the blog but I genuinely, genuinely meant it. I thought it was the hand of God for like half a second. I'm like, what is happening? Uh, and it was the guy behind me. He had autism. He, he wanted a, a pirate booty. So he he plunged his hand into the bag and his mother was apologetic. I'm so sorry. And I was somewhat giddy about it because it wasn't my kid. This is the thing I always worried about. And now not only is it happening to us, but I get a chance to be the response that I always hope that I would get in that situation. I'm like, it's fine. Do you want, does he want one? You know? So that was nice. My favorite part of the whole thing, because I, I know going into this, a lot of people expect it to just be chaos, organized chaos. You know, you figure, my kid has autism, so I worry he's not going to be good at this event. So let me bring him to an event where there's like 200 people with autism, all worried they're not going to be good. It's got to not be good, right? It's got to be loud and things being thrown or whatever. Things were thrown. I saw things in the air. Nothing violent, though. There was no like, you know, darts or footballs. It was just like a piece of paper go flying every once in a while. You'd hear a few yelps here and there. But to be honest with you, man, I am so used to that by now with my son. My son is the background noise of my life. Just constant chirping. I'm not going to tell the story again. The time that the cable guy thought that I had birds on the phone, kept asking me if I had birds because that's what it sounds like. It sounds like a chorus of birds, a gaggle, a murder of crows, if you will, is my boy. So I went into this expecting you know, a certain amount of noise. But my favorite part of this whole thing, there was this one scene, the trees out there, the little kids are dressed like little British kids in the 1800s, like, hello, mother, hello, father. And they're wearing like, you know, I don't know, dresses, whatever the outfits are that they wore back in the day. You know, they they all look like Ben Franklin outfits, you know, and they're dancing around Ben Franklin outfits. And then there's a giant mouse for some reason. He's dancing. And there's a tree. And we're like watching the whole thing. And as they're dancing, you, you hear it. It started faint. It was like, and it grew. And it was so perfect. It was a siren. It was a complete like policeman siren. It was like, and so I'm watching this play. And I'm like, what is going to happen here? And I'm waiting and I guess I should have, I, I was waiting for the lights to kind of like come on. You know, like sometimes in a play or in a musical, there'll be some sort of like a siren or some sort of thing that's supposed to be happening off stage. And what they do is they shine a light onto the, the set 
to imply that it's a siren. So I was waiting for like the red and blue lights to come glistening off the back of the set, but it didn't happen. And these kids are still dancing. It's like, and I'm watching and I'm like, where, when are the cops coming? And the little voice in my head is like dipstick. It's like the 1700s, 1800s, whatever year this is supposed to be. There's no cops coming and there's no cop cars, especially coming. There's no sirens. There's no, it was a guy with autism just standing in the back. Going, Woo! I'm like, oh, other than that, I swear, that was awesome too. Because you know what was funny? After the thing was over, I asked around. I asked Lauren. I asked, I'm like, did you guys hear the siren? I thought it was from the show. I'm like, I thought it was from the show. So that was a, that was a cool little aside. But honest to God, man, nothing about this show was real. I was able to sit. I was able to watch it. I was able to take it in and I was able to be so proud. Uh, of him being able to do things. And that's what makes events like this important, these autism-friendly events and these things that we do. It's for our kids to be able to be a part of something without the anxiety, without the worry, because it's me. It's not him. It's never him. I'm always worried he's going to be bad at a place. And dude, so many times, he's great. He has a few missteps here and there, but it's me. I'm the one with the anxiety. People are like, is Lucas going to be okay? You know, will, will he be upset? about going to this? No, he won't be upset about going to this. He might just be upset. And that's always been kind of his deal. He's not necessarily the kind of kid who's going to flip out just because you make him go somewhere. But if you make him go somewhere when he's not in the mood to go there, he's going to be pissed off. So it's not about the event. It's not about the location. It's not about what we're doing. It's just about him. It's about where he's at, where his head's at, how he's feeling. So you want to make it good. But I'm the one with the anxiety. When we go there, when we're getting ready to go there, is he going to be good? Is he going to deal with people well? And I worry, I worry a lot. So you get an autism-friendly show like this, and it's enough to genuinely make you feel like, I don't know, this is where we belong. This is good. And everybody was good. So we were happy. He was happy. And I was glad I was able to share that with you guys. So thank you for reading. Thank you for checking it out. Thank you for continuing to check out this podcast. It means the world to me. Me back next Friday. Brand new High Pod I'm Dad. Come to highblogomdad.com Monday, Wednesday. I will be there doing blogs as well. Follow me on all social media at Hi James Gutman. That does it for me. Until next time, James Gutman saying be well. Bye, pod. I'm deaf.